Okay. We we are rolling. Here we go. Three, two, one. Welcome everyone to the latest edition of the TMG podcast. David, I, I think this is number eleven. Is that right? Our eleventh podcast. Wow, time flies. Um, and we are happy to be doing our podcast this year at Revelation Recordings. Uh, you know what a what a sound we've been able to uh, to put together here after after two years of Skype. I think so. This is much better. And we thank uh, Revelation Recordings. Their Twitter handle is at RevRecChino. And their email, contact.revelationrecordings.gmail.com. And our other sponsor? At gmail.com. What did I do? What did I say? It was uh, contact.revelationrecordings.gmail.com, but it was supposed to be at gmail.com. Of course it's at gmail.com. What was I thinking? Um, okay, and uh, also we want to thank apbagames.com, APA Games, the Unchallenged King of quality sports strategy games and mark i want to ask you briefly i know you you weren't able to play the world series and mark is our kind of our app of spokesman here he's been playing this game since the early 40s i think uh but uh um you you're not able to play this game but tell me about this this world series the the road team has won every game now when you're playing when you're playing this card game uh how much of a factor is you know where the game's at? Does that figure into your strategy? That, that's or? one thing that, that I have I haven't noticed. I mean, it might be subtle, but that's over the years I've never really noticed the home field advantage where like you're playing. You know, back when I was first started, I mean, God has played Eli Coliseum. Uh, that's how long I've been doing this. So I mean, you know, <laughs> do you get extra, extra breaks for home runs? I don't know. That's, that's an interesting question. Really? So you were doing that was the '59 World Series. The uh, the Go Go Sox and the Dodgers, White Sox and the wow. uh, Dodgers, yeah, at the Coliseum. That's true in the Coliseum, and you are still standing. Um, still standing. Well, still sort of standing. Yeah, trying. Uh, well, the the, <laughs> the Coliseum was actually refurbished, so I don't know how much they can do with you. They put three hundred million into the Coliseum, um, but uh, anyway, let's get started. We'll do this as we do every week. We always go with what we learned, and we always start with Mr. College Football. Uh, Tony Barnhart, who is joining us. We also have Mark Blauchin uh, and Herbie Gould from Chicago. We'll be working all of them in. But I know, Tony, what what did we learn? And, and he wrote about this. Um, and I'm going to let you, s- s- you know, say your piece, but just to know— mm-hmm. I know you're already going to put it, you know, the, the Pac-12, the Pac-12 finally get two teams. We get two teams in the top 10, and you're going to put a, a dagger in their hearts right now. But go ahead. We'll let you, we'll let you start. I, I, I knew I would, I would get the precincts from Chino Hills weighing in on this one. No, no, I think, I think it's pretty clear that the, well, Oklahoma's loss opens up a lot of different things, Okay. One of the things it opens up is the possibility that the Alabama-LSU loser could get in as the second team from the SEC. Of course. It also, it also opens up the possibility that the Penn State-Ohio State loser could get in as a, as a second team from the Big Ten. And it also opens up the possibility – it puts Oklahoma – I mean, Oregon, you know, 
didn't have an easy time of it, but they won the game. But it, it, it now, I think, puts Oregon back in the discussion. But seeing <laughs> about where, where, where I am in the league I cover, and I'm telling you, the LSU team that I've been watching, if that team finishes 11-1 and and their only loss is a close one to Alabama, you've got to consider them for another spot. Sure. What about and and and, and uh, Alabama losing that game? Is that yeah? It, I think Alabama would still have to be considered, but I think LSU's got the better resume right, right now. And if they were, they you know was to win, even though the Texas win doesn't look as strong now, they scheduled that game, and they should be given credit by the committee for scheduling that game. They have beat two top eleven teams. They have beaten Florida, and they've beaten Auburn. Uh, Auburn, who gave LSU all they wanted on Saturday. Yep. So uh, I think L- I think LSU has a strong case to be made getting in at eleven and one, but I think Alabama has a case to be to made too because they would be uh, uh, they would be eleven and one, but their resume simply would not be as good as LSU's. Right. And, Just, and yeah, quick, of course, quick question, I, Tony. I, I, is, go ahead, uh, Herb. If you're if you're going to give LSU credit for scheduling, which I, I am on board with. Are you gonna Are you gonna deduct points from Alabama for not scheduling? It goes. In, it absolutely goes into consideration. But you guys understand what I've been I've been trying to teach you for the last few years. Okay. <laughs> Why is Alabama number one, Chris? Why is that? Because they're Alabama, Tony. Because they're Alabama. Alabama. <laughs> but they're but, but they're Alabama. But because they're Alabama. Okay. Uh, what about what about this? Here's another great scenario. Tua does not play in the game. I think he will, right? But what if he doesn't, and they lose a game, oh, yeah. with, and they lose a game without Tua? Then you say, well, we didn't have our star quarterback. Yeah, that's another. And that, It'll be, it, it would be an interesting decision by the committee. I, it, my belief is probably what would happen is a twelve and one conference champion like an Oregon. Okay. A twelve and one conference champion like an Oklahoma would get that spot because Alabama's case at eleven and one is not as strong; would not be as strong as LSU's case at eleven and one. Right, and but I, I, I do, I do want to see the entertainment value uh, when <laughs> Alabama gets Alabama loses by three to LSU, the number one team in the nation, and doesn't get in. It's the entertainment value alone would be worth it. Um, and I'll tell you what, if Tua is not, if Tua is 60% going into that game, I would strongly think about sitting him rather than risking him. I don't know about you, but that might be a, that might be a better play. No, if he's, if he's 60%, I I sit him and hope that we make the playoffs, hope hope that we make the playoffs and get him, get him ready for that. But yeah, because look. He was never he was never quite the same after he got hurt last year. When he got to the he he was good enough to beat Oklahoma, but frankly, Oklahoma's defense was so wretched, you know, the the, the four of us and seven guys out of the parking lot could have moved the ball on Oklahoma. Uh, so but this this injury to Tua is different than last year's injury. Same injury, not as severe. We were told earlier really? this week. Okay, not same injury, same surgery, 
the original injury is not as severe. That's number one. Number two, it is on his right ankle and not his left ankle. Right. A year ago, it was his left ankle. That's the ankle he pushes off on because he's a left-hander. Now it's his right ankle, his right ankle, and he doesn't push off that foot. Right. That makes the difference. But not as much time to recover as he had last year. That's right. About eight days fewer. Right. Jersey guy, you have anything to say about this uh, uh, no, conspiracy? Things, all, I, I, I'm, I'm all for LSU making for the national championship. That's what. I, that looks pretty good to me. Um, and then, the other thing is, too, Tony, if, if you think that a Tua can walk, that is, anyway, he's not playing in that game, you're nuts. Nick Saban? Come on. No, no, no. But that's not the smart play. I mean, if, I don't care if it's a smart play. He's playing. Uh, uh, the the question know. is, what kind, what kind of pain is he in? I will say this. What they tell us about the, the, about the surgery is he cannot hurt it. He cannot hurt it any worse. Okay? Yeah, if he plays, that's, that's not an issue. They can wrap you off the, off the, off the field if they ask that question. If he brings bring it up. Uh, yeah, but... Oh, oh, by the way, speak, speak, speaking of our buddy Nick Saban, <laughs> did you see when he dressed down the reporter last week for daring to ask yeah. whether or not Talia... Oh, was yes. going to play. <laughs> yes. And who came, who came in in the fourth quarter? Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you know, you just ha- you have to watch that as uh, you know. It is half entertainment, even though he's he's totally serious. There is some uh, kabuki theater going on with a lot of what he does. Uh, but uh, again, here's uh, Tony. Here's an another guess. Guess what other team can win out and not win the division? Um, and they, I don't think they have any shot of making it, and that's Utah. Utah, you know, Utah doesn't control. If USC wins out, Utah, USC wins the South because they have the tiebreak. So you know, Utah they have could the be yeah. So Utah could be sitting at eleven and one, kind of like uh, you know the SEC West loser or the uh, the big uh, Big Ten East loser with one loss, but they would be the least likely of those three. Wow. I'm, I'm not sure why because you know Utah's. Yeah, they play. They haven't played a great non-conference schedule, but they did. You know, they did beat up on BYU pretty good, um, and so you know. But yeah, we could have three schools in that in that situation. Um, uh, let's go. Forget. We're going to skip uh, Jersey guy. We'll come back. We're going to re- kind of mix up the order and go to Herbie about what you learned because there's so much that happened in the uh, the Big Ten this weekend and with Notre Dame. I, I I'll uh, I'll let you go second on what you learned. Yeah. You know, after Wisconsin's loss to Illinois, I don't think anybody, including myself, was surprised about Wisconsin just not having enough gears. Ohio State, you know, Ohio State, LSU, I mean, if we went back to the old system of kicking two, I, you know, I think we would do very well and the college football would be well served to just say, okay, Ohio State and LSU. Uh, Ohio State's just doing everything really well. I mean, that, that team just looks – they look like they are above uh, – the threat of the shocking upset that they've had the last couple of years. Uh, and then, you know, probably the bigger game, as it turned out, was the way Michigan just wailed on Notre Dame. Uh, I thought Michigan would win that game, and I picked them to win that game, but I don't think anybody was going to pick that game to be as dominant as it was. 
uh, you know, it was it was cold and rainy and, and very slippery, and it was in Ann Arbor. Uh, you know, there was just that was like just a, a college football classic, except that it was you know so lopsided. You know, Jim Harbaugh in the pregame was you know using all kinds of uh, emphatic denials that he was exploring NFL options. Uh, you know, Michigan really needed to win. I mean, we already. Um, with their back to the wall and still having to play Ohio State. And, and you can't rule out the Michigan State game. So, you know, that that was very momentous. Um, and meanwhile, you know, the undercard continues to be Minnesota rolling up to 8-0, and they're going to uh, play uh, Penn State, you know, to see exactly where they stand. Um, we haven't talked about Minnesota in this college football playoff, and rightfully so, but, you know, 8-0, row the boat. So, uh, you know, pretty big weekend in uh, the Big Ten. Um, and Illinois taking out Purdue the way they did. I mean, I, that's of local interest uh, for my Chicago people. But I think that really solidifies Lovey Smith's position uh, to return. And, and I wouldn't have said that, you know, 10 days ago. I mean, that, that's a real big eight days for Lovey Smith and Illinois. Right. So um, lots of good stuff in the Big Ten. Well, We've all uh, trashed on Jim Harbaugh for a few years now. Is it time to give him credit? And is this a corner-turning victory uh, for for Michigan and Harbaugh? I mean, it has to be his biggest win, I think, since winning the NFC Championship with the 49ers. Is, you know. I agree. I agree. You know, I mean, and, and, the, and the thing of it is that um, Don Brown has gotten that defense playing some exceptional football, and that was not necessarily the case earlier in the year. I mean, there were a lot of a lot of gloom and doom after that narrow escape from Army and then after the blowout at Wisconsin. Um, and now they're playing, and I guess, you know, the, the, what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing is just that rather than um, relying on his considerable athleticism on that defense, He's using some scheming and uh, getting back to what he does best. I don't know Blau's familiar with that. You know, that defense is really solid. And then the fact that Notre Dame couldn't stop a running game that really hasn't been a world beater this year. And, and Shea Patterson, even you know, even under favorable conditions, doesn't throw well. It's not like Notre Dame had to guard against the pass, and yet, Michigan played old-time Big Ten football, and they just ran it right up at them and, and, and made it work. Yeah, and talk about uh, teams that don't show up. Now, you look at the, the recent history of Notre Dame, and while they've done very well with Brian Kelly, in, in, in huge games, obviously the championship game against Alabama, they didn't show up. I mean, they got blown off the field. Clemson in the playoff, blown off the field. Marquee game Saturday, blown off the field. What does this say about Brian Kelly? And, uh, you know, how many more, you know, it's hard to say with with what he's done that he's in trouble. But, I mean, how long will Irish fans put up with this kind of stuff? Well, it, it's a good question, you know. I mean, I, I think that the difference for Notre Dame is they can get to this critical game, but when they get there, they don't. They just don't have that extra gear of athleticism. I mean, Ian Book is a really nice quarterback, but is in he is he in the same category with Tua, uh, healthy Tua or Joe Burrow? No, you know, yeah. and and that's what you need to win those types of games. I mean, I don't know that 
you know, I don't know what you do about that other than, I mean, to throw out Brian Kelly and say, we got to start over makes absolutely no sense. What they have to do is they just have to figure out, you know, only so many teams can recruit the top five-star guys in the country. And right now, you know, the overabundance of them is going to the SEC. Ohio State does a really excellent job of that. Um, you know, Michigan has been up and down in that regard. But, you know, there, there are certain schools that have done it. And Notre Dame has got to figure out a way to get that extra gear athlete. You know, they don't have that. They have a good running back this year. But then he was injured. And they don't have a horse. So, I mean, if you put Jonathan Taylor on that team, you know, or, or somebody of that caliber, maybe we have a different result that night or a better quarterback. I, I guess the point is Notre Dame needs to just – they need to somehow – Hard to believe, but they need to recruit that elite guy a little yeah. better. No Rocket Ishmael, no Tim Brown, somebody like that that can break a game open. Yeah, you're right. They don't have it. Uh, Mark Blouchin, Jersey guy, we turn to you. Uh, what did you learn? Um, I know we know we learned. I know that uh, uh, Boston College did not cover against Clemson. I guess that wasn't a big shock. <laughs> and I guess uh, Rutgers is celebrating. Uh, allowing what they give up twenty four thirty four to Liberty and that was thirty four points I think to Liberty yep. and that's a great and that's a great day for Rutgers so go ahead uh, I know you have more to well, say but well, you know like I said I think the thing I learned and I think we better watch out for guys I think watch out for Clemson because Clemson here's what Clemson has everyone's downplaying Clemson Dabo did the exact same thing last year the last five games they just kicked into gear and beat everybody by huge margin, including running over Notre Dame and Alabama in, 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 the, in the Final Four. And here's, and here's the other thing, though, for Clemson, is they don't have to play any – they have scrimmages the rest of the season, basically, while the SEC gets – I don't care what Alabama does in LSU, though, they're going to get beat up. They can, they can win games, but they're going to feel those games. Ohio State, you know, Michigan, Penn State, they're going to feel those games. Oklahoma, you have to deal with, you know, if they want to come back, if they would barely yet, you know, and those, those games – Every one of the contenders is going to be beat up going to the Final Four. Clemson is going to be rested and ready to go, and then just open and say in the top four, and then take on take on whoever it goes. You can see a repeat. I mean, you know, you really could. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, go ahead, I, Tony. I agree with that. Yeah, I'm just going to say I, I I agree with Blau in that this is a very good Clemson team. To me, they look early. They just look kind of bored. Okay. You know, it's like okay. <laughs> All right, now, okay, well, it's fine. Okay, we win, whatever. All right, yeah. You know, Mike Brown had a dumb two-point play, and we won that game. That's good, okay. So, uh, but now, as Blau says, it's time to – it's go time. You know, it's time to kick it into gear and finish strong. And Because uh, what they're playing for now is they're playing for the highest seed they mm-hmm. can get. I mean, they, they want to – yeah, they want to be in Atlanta, obviously. Uh, I don't know that they can get – I don't know if they can get to the number one seed or not. I doubt it with, with all the teams that are ranked ahead of them. That's why when the first set of rankings come out a week from Tuesday, Clemson will be the most strategic position. Where is Clemson? And can they get can they get from where they are to number one? If they're two or three, can they get to number one? Is well, LA, what if LSU's number what if LSU's number one, Clemson's number two? Alabama's number three, and Ohio State's four. Or put Ohio State wherever. I think Clemson's the most intriguing situation because they want to get 
they either want if Alabama's the one seed or LSU's the one, or if Ohio State's the one seed. If Ohio State's the one seed, they'd probably be out in Arizona. So where is Clemson in the first set of rankings? Yeah, I'd be shocked. Can they get to yeah. Atlanta? I, I mean, I'd be shocked if, if they're ranked ahead uh, of Ohio State or LSU yep. or Alabama. So I'm at, I think I think they're four, right? Right down at four. That's right. I, I agree with that. Yeah. But, but what happens when LSU plays Alabama and the loser drops drops a notch? Ohio State plays uh, and Penn State. The loser drops a notch. Is Ohio State? They they drop out in the top four probably. So so I mean, it, it's going to be interesting to see how far they can move up and. The other thing is, if four holds up, we might see Alabama, Clemson, in, in Atlanta in the semifinal game. Mm. Well, <laughs> well, it's funny. I saw a preview of future Alabama, Clemson national title games in in California. Uh, modern day uh, high school played St. John Bosco in a battle of you know Catholic schools, two of the top teams in the country. The modern day quarterback is committed to. Alabama and the Bosco quarterback is committed to Clemson. <laughs> so, of and 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 for the record, uh, Alabama. I mean, the, the Alabama commit won that game uh, fairly e- easily. Um, Bryce Young. So, uh, it was kind of funny watching the the high school game of the week in California and, and seeing. The, but that's that's what's going on right now. Alabama's coming into Southern California. Clemson's coming into Southern California, and they're taking v- advantage of. Of USC that is down, although USC's playing okay. But uh, uh, I'll pivot now to to me. Finally, I get to talk about something. What I learned, um, and uh, look, I'm I'm as shocked as anybody that we're sitting here uh, late October and the Pac-12 that was left for dead by all of us, rightly so, after uh, after Auburn uh, beat Oregon and and Utah lost to USC. They have they have a team right now at number seven and number nine. Is I guess my question is, it looks good on paper, you know, but it's like how far how far is seven from number four, and how far is nine from number four? Um, uh, and you know, it, it's it's probably still more complicated than what the what the standings say. Am I wrong or or not? No, I I think you're right. I mean. I- uh, I see five teams for the four spots right now with Penn State. Now, that's like Utah and, and, and Oregon. They have to fight their way and hope people get knocked off, which, which will happen. I don't know how they can climb all the for it. That's going to be a battle. Yeah, but... It, well, the, the other thing we should mention is that, you know, it is it is an open... Uh, you know, there is an opening in the door for, the, for a Pac-12 team, but Oklahoma is kind of in that position now, too, uh, yep. You know, a one-loss Oklahoma, a one-loss Oregon, you know, those are, I'm not quite sure how that would play out at the end yeah. of the season, but, you know, oh, well, while it's shocking that Oklahoma lost, they're, they're, still, they're still very much in this, in this discussion, especially, you know, knowing that other dominoes are going to fall in the next month. Right. Well, Duke, here, here's the question. All right. You're sitting there looking at the AP poll right now. Oregon's at seven, Utah's at nine. LSU can certainly lose in the next two weeks. Alabama can certainly lose in the next two weeks. Ohio State could lose to Penn State, three versus five. Clemson's not going to lose. So, but Florida could certainly lose. Florida and Georgia play this week. The question is, does Oregon have a ceiling? Do, do they have a what? Do they have a ceiling? Okay. Uh-huh. With all these ones. 
Right. Well, Penn State, Penn State, either Ohio State or Penn State's going to lose. Georgia or Florida's going to lose. LSU or Alabama's going to lose. How will the committee have a ceiling on Oregon? Wouldn't be fair, but would be well. That's that's what I'm asking, and and you know it's it's almost impossible to think that the number seven look LSU in in uh in 2000 and uh what year was it seven they went from seven to two on the in on the final weekend it's hard to imagine it's hard to imagine sitting here on on October uh you know on Halloween thinking that Oregon at seven is shut out uh you know a month before the final rankings but but I'm not arguing but you know that said I don't think that if, if Ohio State loses to Penn State and it's a close game and, and uh, the Alabama-LSU of the loser in a close game, I'm not sure that Oregon moves ahead of the lose, those losers. Maybe they do, but that, that's, a, that's really the question you're asking, and, and we don't really know the answer well, to that. I mean, I'm more my, comfortable with Penn Yeah. Well, I, would, I would answer that as who did Oregon play in non-conference? Oregon's loss would have been a last-second – a t- touchdown pass um, against Auburn. That's their loss. Uh, mm-hmm. who, who, yeah. who did Ohio State play? Who did Penn State play? Um, and or you know the the Pac-12, which never catches a break ever. It seems in these kind of scenarios, uh, they're in a, they, you know they're they're in a fortunate position. It's almost like the Alabama doesn't play Georgia scenario, where Utah and Oregon don't play. They will. They could only. They can only meet in the. Pac-12 title game. So if or if Utah wins out, Utah is already number nine. If Utah wins out, where are they going to be? If Oregon right. beats them, they're going to be well, they're going to be five. They're going Oregon will have a win over a you know a top you know, maybe six seven number six or seven in the country. Um, so it, it is it and I'll throw another one in here. And here. here's the other thing about the Pac-12. This might be decided this weekend. The Utah plays at Washington. That's not an easy game, and I don't. I don't think Washington is as good as, the, as they've been in the past years. But that's going to be a tough game, and Oregon has to play at USC. Now, USC, the team that has won twenty five Rose Bowls and eleven national titles, they can wreck the Pac twelve. They can wreck the Pac twelve. They can take. They can take Oregon out this week, and if USC wins out. Utah can't get to the title game, and they can't get to the right. Pac-12 title game. So they can they can wreck two they can wreck two t- top ten teams right now uh, if if they win out. Um, and you know, I'm not saying they're going to do that, but they're, you know, they're USC is five and three now. Um, they're playing better. They're they've got a ton of injuries, but um, they are certainly interesting. And they know and with that air raid offense. Uh, they're putting up uh, points, um, which makes this week's game really interesting against Oregon. Uh, well, a lot of a lot of stuff out there. Go ahead. Who was going to say something? Add to that. No, I was just saying one last thing. When you look at when you look at the AP poll, Oregon. If Florida loses to Georgia, Oregon's definitely Oregon keeps winning. Oregon will definitely jump over Florida because they'll have two losses. Okay. Now, if Georgia, but well, here's the question: If Georgia beats Florida, eight beats six. Does Georgia jump over Oregon? Okay, yes. that's one question. Does Oregon jump? Does Oregon jump over the uh, Ohio State Clemson, Ohio State Penn State loser? 
does does Oregon jump up there with the you know LSU Alabama? I don't think a loser is going to drop terribly far. But see, it's really yeah. it's really Oregon with one loss to Auburn. They can, they will certainly jump all the two loss teams, but will they jump the one loss teams? If Penn State loses close, right. number five Penn State loses close to Ohio State, does Oregon jump over that team? Yeah, I, I don't think so. Yeah, well, this oh, one, yeah, I would I would think that they do. I mean, given you know, I don't think they jump over an Ohio State if it loses close, but but a Penn State that loses close, and, and I think that Georgia, if it wins, goes ahead of Oregon there. I mean, I just think that that's the kind of bias that that the Pac-12 is dealing with. Well, they they should move ahead of Oregon if they beat Florida this week. I don't have no I have no problem with that. I mean, there that's Oregon. You know that that'll be a superior victory for Georgia, but Tony, uh, how good does that win over uh, Notre Dame look now? I mean, that's you know that's sort of no, it's, some no. shine's been you know, knocked off that victory. Well, it, it, think, think about Georgia. I've come trying to calm down all my Georgia friends. Georgia, it, it is very clear for Georgia. None of this stuff matters. If Georgia, Georgia has only one path to the college football playoff. That's to win all of their games and beat the SEC West champ in Atlanta. But they would be, they would be they would be the twelve and one SEC champions with wins over Auburn and Notre Dame, which is not as good, and over Alabama or LSU. Georgia gets in. So you know the Notre Dame game really doesn't mean mean anything anymore because they're not going to be evaluated on. Right. It's not going to come down between them and somebody else. Either they win the SEC championship or they don't. If they don't, they don't, they don't get right. in. Because, yeah, if they lose, they'll have a second loss, and that's that'll yeah, take right. That's, okay, it's, it's real, real clear. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you cleared that up for us, Tony. That was, you know, that's what we needed. But uh, yeah, there's some. Well, my, my Georgia, my Georgia <laughs> friends were, were screaming about the fact that South Carolina got beat by 21 by Tennessee, <laughs> and it said the team that beat us got beat by 21. There we go. Doesn't matter. None of that matters anymore. Well. This is a big week, and we'll know more uh, before the because, as I said, this week in the Pac-12 will look. If Utah gets by Washington, and Oregon beats USC, after that it's a clear, it's a clear, it's like a Clemson run to the title game. Uh, Utah and Oregon will meet in the title game, and they, at, I think at one loss because all their games after this weekend they're going to win. I think, uh, and then you're looking at you know you're looking at. Two, you know, number seven and number six, or whatever, maybe even higher, playing for the Pac-12 title, which will be different. <laughs> It'll be exciting. So, uh, how do we explain? Let's uh, bigger. Let's do a thing called biggest frauds, and uh, I think Tom Lucci <laughs> and College Plus biggest bigger fraud this year: Wisconsin, Texas. Uh, Notre Dame, maybe. Who am I missing? What's uh, oh, that's, Michigan that's, that's State? So easy. It's so easy. so easy. Wisconsin? It's so easy. Texas. Right. Okay. Texas. Right. Fraud. Texas. Yes. Texas is a total fraud. The defense is hard. Hard. They, uh, they should have lost to Kansas. Okay. <laughs> well, total fraud. We'll, we'll remember that in the in the LSU argument about their non conference. Big non-conference wins, but that was a big win at the time. Seemed like a big win. It was. It seemed like a big win. Well, the fact that the fact that they went on the road, it means something. Okay. All right. But yeah, no, Texas is no. Ugh. <laughs> uh, Blau. Total fraud. Total, total fraud. Do you agree, Texas or or uh, Wisconsin? What or Notre Dame? 
or Michigan State. How about Michigan? Yeah, you know, Michigan State. You know, I, I, would, I would say Texas. I mean, Texas because of the things you just mentioned. Also, you know, the Big Twelve. If you look at what Oklahoma did defensively and, and what Texas has done defensively. I mean, they got that same problem, and yet, you know, they should be the Pac-12 in perception, not the Pac-12. Exactly. Good point. Whoa. <laughs> well, yeah, Baylor is leading the Big 12, ladies and gentlemen. Not Texas, not Oklahoma. Baylor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know how we explain that. Um, and, you know. They hadn't, they, hadn't played their, they hadn't played their hard games yet. But what are what are hard games hey. now? Is Texas a hard game now? I don't know. Yeah, that. Well, fair, fair point. Fair point. Oklahoma. What ha- what happened to Oklahoma? Here we thought that with Alex Grinch, they'd finally figured it out. Um, if they could ever play a lick of defense, you're going to be un- uh, unbelievable. And then he just went back to old Oklahoma. All of a sudden, you know, they get. The whole league's run that way too. Well, I mean, you know, to have four- Kansas State put 48 on you is uh, I don't know that. You, and and Herb, you brought this up. Oklahoma coming back a, as a one loss, uh, you know, team having Kansas State put forty eight points on you cannot be. If you're sitting in that committee room, that doesn't sit well with me. I mean, that's yeah, that was. Not when you compare it. Auburn's lost. Auburn beating Oklahoma. It's close. It's just like Ohio State's loss at Iowa a couple yeah, of years ago. It's yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Right. You know, sometimes it can be emotion, and sometimes it can be. Just the simplest thing. I remember once, years ago, Illinois played Virginia in in on, on the Micron PC Bowl or something, and they wailed on them. It was like sixty three to ten or something. And after the fact, Ron Turner, the coach, said, "Well, as soon as we knew we were going to play Virginia, I knew we were going to kill them because they line up their linebacker an inch too far this way or that way. It was like a very technically obscure sort of a thing." And I wonder if some of these games are like that. Is that why Kansas State was able to just run the ball up the gut because of the way uh, Oklahoma was lined up, you know, and, and something that was very correctable? Or is it emotion? You know, that's what makes college football just such a fascinating thing. You, you don't know whether it's a little technical thing or whether it's just kids playing on super adrenaline. Right. Uh, and you've got to uh, – Herb, you've got a lot of interesting stories in, in, in the big – the Minnesota's interesting. You know, Indiana all of a sudden is hot. But Minnesota – what if by ch- the off chance Minnesota runs it and they win the Big Ten? Are they in the playoff? Roll the boat, baby. Are they in the playoff? The Big well, Ten. Well, they're undefeated. <laughs> Minnesota. They are undefeated. No, they're in. I, you know, <laughs> they're in. I mean, you know, I mean, that's the one thing we got to remember. With all of that talk about formulas and, and – and magic potions. The one, the one rule that always holds is fewest losses. I mean, an unbeaten team from the Power Four, even the Power Five, uh, is going to is going to be in. There's okay. No question. Baylor. They will, Baylor. They will have beaten Ohio State in the, in the Big Twelve in Big Ten championship game. Okay. Yeah, ba- and 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 they uh huh, and they will have beaten Wisconsin. That was what I was going to say. Uh, November to remember in the Big Ten West because. Iowa, Wisconsin, and Minnesota all have a little, you know, head-to-head thing, and that will determine a lot about this as well as right. the Big Ten. And, and they would have beaten Penn State. Penn State at Iowa, Wisconsin, Ohio State. That's pretty good. Uh, pretty good sweep. Okay, you're worthy if you do that. Baylor, Baylor, undefeated Big Twelve champions. Baylor, 
Are they in the playoff? No. <laughs> oh, okay. And, and reasoning. Well, they would West have beaten West Virginia, TCU, yeah. Oklahoma, Texas, Kansas. What if they beat uh, Stephen F. Austin, UTSA, Rice, Iowa State, Kansas State, Texas Tech, Oklahoma State? Well, well, they'd have two. What, what about two wins over Oklahoma? I guess that's a, right because they would, might have to play Oklahoma twice or whoever's second, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but I, I, I think Tony. Yeah. Well, I, I, Here's here's the argument. You're going to put a 13 and 0 Baylor team who's beaten Oklahoma twice in over an 11 and 1 LSU team who <laughs> lost by a field goal to the number one seed in the college football playoff. <laughs> but they played a fraud Texas team. <laughs> you just you just said that earlier. I'm just no. I'm just saying. Jersey guy, let me let me offer you this. Baylor wins. The Big Twelve undefeated Baylor are are they in the playoff or out of the playoff? You have ten seconds. Well, they're not in the playoff. No. What? So, the Big Twelve champion undefeated is not in the four the four team. You don't. Okay. I, I, I think I think I, I think no. Is this a uh, okay? And what if then? I remember. In the Big Twelve, they uh, if you have other upsets, if, you have, if, if the SEC has all two lost teams, yeah. But if, if you got Clemson, if you got Clemson, Ohio State, uh, Alabama, and LSU, how's Dell going to get in that group? Well, you know, uh, there might there may be holy no. hell to, to that people be they, they would have beaten uh, presumably Alabama, I mean Oklahoma twice to win the Big Twelve. Okay, and Kansas State beat Oklahoma. Okay, all right, that that's there you go. Anyway, uh, let, before we get to the, uh, the 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 weekend games, there are not that many of them this week. I'm going to ask Herb real quick: Can uh, would you vote for a, a defensive player to we at we to win the Heisman? Now Chase Young had another amazing game, and that's the that's the, the discussion going around. Um, it never really happens, but um, uh, what do you think? You're a Heisman voter. Could you consider it? You know, I, I would, but I think that we're moving, you know, we've been moving away from anybody but a quarterback That's for true. so long that mm-hmm. it's pretty hard. You know, I mean, I was thinking about that early in the year when, when Jonathan Taylor was just running like gangbusters, yeah. and admittedly it was only three, four games in, but he was still fourth or fifth. Uh, you know, it's just a quarterback award, and I, I don't know what you do about that. You know, I mean, we, we've see, obviously we've seen other players besides, you know, not only running backs, but, you know, there's been the occasional receiver or, or defensive player. Yeah, but man, I, I yeah. think that we've got – well, we don't do that anymore. Well, the problem is too many damn people vote on the award. That's, you know, the, the, that's the problem. What, what if you had a select committee of really good football people and with some former Heisman? What if you had a select committee of 25 yeah. people? It's right. the Heisman Trophy after sitting down or on a conference call discussing it. Right. Then, then you could get a defensive player in there. But that, with so many people voting on the thing, you got guys who say, "Oh, who's who's having a good year?" All right, I'm going to vote for him. Yeah, somebody like yeah. Uh, it's, it's sort of, how he, this is how he wins, guys. I, I took it out. You know, he can win. Now, thanks for help. First of all, Tua, Tua and Bo have to get each other in the Alabama. Uh, uh, LSU game. Neither has to have a good game or play. So both those guys will be in doubt, right? 
Then, then the weather has to turn nasty, and Ohio State defense has to play a series of three, like nine, six games against Penn State, against Michigan, and he goes crazy with with that and everything like that. Then he's got a chance. Yeah, chance. I like it. I yeah. like it. All right, mm-hmm. we're we're, we're, mm-hmm. go, we're, go, we're getting way overboard here, but let's get to a lot of teams off this week, but let's get to some of the games. Tony, you've got the big one, Georgia, Florida. Um, yep. Huge, huge implications. It's always a big game, but what uh, – uh, boy, I don't know what to think about this. I think it's a pretty pretty, pretty close uh, game. Elimination game for the winner. A loser. Elimination game for the loser. The issue on Georgia is the last couple of games – Teams have figured out that Georgia's young receivers don't have enough experience to get, you know, get off of press coverage and get open, which has made it hard on Jake Fromm. Georgia's defense is getting better. Georgia, uh, one of my odds maker buddies, has got Georgia as a slight three and a half point favorite in Jacksonville. That's that's a that's a pickle. Okay? Yeah. So I, I I think it's a field goal game, four point game when all said and done. Yeah. Early lean towards Georgia, but I wouldn't bet the house on it. Yeah. Uh, Herb, mm-hmm. Herbie, um, not much in the Big Ten. I can see. No, it's a real quiet week. I mean, it's kind of calm before the storm. Um, you know, Penn State and Minnesota have buys, and they'll get together a week Saturday. And Iowa and Wisconsin also are are on the sidelines this week, and they'll get together a week from Saturday. So, you know, uh, I guess the big question is, you know, whether Rutgers can stop the Illinois juggernaut. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, this, you know, Rutgers is coming in uh, on a roll with Scarlet Knights. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty quiet, isn't it? This is, uh, uh, on the Midwestern front. You got SMU at Memphis, um, uh, a Jersey guy, not much, uh, that's the game. I'm looking at guys. I mean, that's that's the game for the for the for the group of five spot. I think right now. I mean, top spot. You know, before you go crazy, though. Don't forget. I I think, and I'm and, and I, it's going to take some work. I I think Appalachian State's going to have a, a real good chance now, because even you know, the winner of this game, SMU and Memphis, has still got to go through the a gauntlet in Central Florida. You know, waiting at the other end for both either of them. I think. So that's going to be a tough thing. Boise State's out there. Okay, uh, set- maybe. Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Cincinnati's out there, but but they, but they 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 have a bad loss against Ohio State, and 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 they have to beat Central Florida too. That's that's a possibility. Right, but so, so, yeah, so I, Cincinnati. I, but they they have to come from way back. I, I don't know where Ohio State's in the latest rankings, but that'll be a key to see how where they are in the first rankings. Well, I think they have a chance. You know what? They're behind Cincinnati. Cincinnati's riding at oh, forty. That forty-two nothing. They're riding a forty-two nothing loss like I've never seen. I mean, they're, they're that's their that's their whole card. <laughs> we, right. we lost we lost Ohio State. We deserve to be. Uh, right. We got. Yeah, no, I'm not going to forget this week. We're, we're we're recording from an Air Force studio. Air Force uh, versus Army. Uh, big game. Air Force has had a very good year. We will acknowledge that. And Army's had a horrible year. Or Air Force lost to Navy though. That was a bad loss for the. Uh, uh, Chino, the yeah, the yeah. Falcons, um, and I, you know, and this game, US, USC hosting Oregon. That's this is going to be a fifty to forty-two game, I think. Uh, you know, Oregon's defense is not as we thought it was a month ago. Mike Leach just uh, just shredded it. I mean, he, they didn't score in the red zone enough. 
but they could have won that game. They went through Oregon like butter with that that air raid. And USC is is down four tailbacks, but what Graham Harrell did against Colorado was great. He he just ran five wide receiver sets a lot of that game and did not play with a running back. Um, you know, so this could be a fun game at the Coliseum with big implications. So, uh, you know, it's it's not a big weekend, but there are a couple exciting games. And before we uh, lose connection with everybody, I think we've done it. Uh, thanks again, everybody. Join us next week. And until then, adios. Okay. All right.